listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now you can tell by my everyday fits. I ain't rich, so cease and desist with them tricks. I'm just another black man caught up in the mix, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. Just because I'm a freak don't mean that we can hit the sheets. Baby, I can see that you don't recognize me. I'm shocked. Gee, the one who put the satin on your panties. Never knew a hooker that could share me. I get around. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house. Mm. We're in the house. Mm going up on a tuesday yes sir um and of course you can find this show uh at itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate all those five star reviews they really keep us going and uh we will read them on the show during feedback time as long as they're what five stars nice as long as they're nice okay oh. you gotta be five stars and nice um, yeah yeah we stepped it up this year um five also, stars plus nice and mm-hmm. if we don't feel like reading it we're not right uh but if they're nice we will always feel like reading it True. um this is day 422 that bobby Schmer, or 482 that bobby Schmerner has been locked up in jail mm-hmm. and also the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme oh and today's podcast is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com that's right tweakedaudio.com is the maker of some very fine headphones that go right up in your ears fit real nice and snug but they don't hurt your ears they come with all kinds of prosthesis so that when they go in your ears you can adjust them um also uh they are you know fans of the show and they want to hook you guys up they will give you 33 percent off we use code tvgwt at tweakedaudio.com in addition to 33 percent off they will also give you free shipping Mm -hmm. Mm. and it comes with a lifetime guarantee uh just check out the warranty on that bad boy break them send in a send uh send uh the the old pair back get a new pair it's just like that they looking out for you so make sure you guys go to tweaked.io.com use code tbg wt all right let's talk about things how's your day-to-day my day-to-day is good yeah miles straight i got beard harassed at, at the harris teeter what happened oh um, some you know it's just like i don't complain about it because i understand that other now. people have a lot of issues in life and this is really a non-issue in my life but it's just weird like i was standing in at the checkout line and the two women that were like the one that was checking out like cashier and the other was bagging my stuff they just start having a full-blown conversation about my beer like i wasn't there <laughs> now you know how women feel i guess so i don't i never i didn't know that dudes were doing it right to y'all's faces like this this is disgusting and something needs to be done about it (laughs) it was just like "Mm, look at that beard it's getting kind of long it is it's got some silver coming in and i was like it's in my mind i was like (laughs) i'm right here ladies my eyes are up here (laughs) up here and asked for my number (laughs) but it was really just so they could run my card for a vip uh program although everybody can calm down our long national nightmare is over we have received our vic cards in the mail yes <sighs> oh, yes because because if you don't have your card you have to kind of blurt your number out loud and most people ain't paying you no attention but this is one of those things you're like i don't want to bring my number out loud they've finally been replaced y'all i know that you guys are all praying and hoping that we could figure something out but uh we finally got it replaced uh oh, so 
uh next time i won't have to say my number out loud but yeah they uh were talking about my beard one woman said her husband's beard couldn't get long as mine and um you know i didn't know what to say to that you know (laughs) you actually the thing is you've actually been taking very very good care of it you even uh stepped your game up you're using some uh whipped pudding Mm -hmm. Uh, shit i'm gonna have to buy me some of that sir uh it does it smells nice and uh keeps your hair you can put it on after the shower or before put it on dry either way you know it's a lot of products out there i had no idea because you know i just shave top of my head off typically so uh i had no uh idea there was all these products for hair out here i see why mm-hmm. people trying to you know what lebron i understand keep it going as long as you can you know uh i you know i gave up early on the game but hey if they gonna make all these products to put on your hair why not why wouldn't you do that yeah and a lot of men better realize the same hair that grows on your head is normally the same hair that grows on your face and you have to take care of it because honestly we both are natural you know people don't uh, dudes don't think of beards as natural hair but it really is like kind of natural and untamed and it's one of those things where you literally have to treat it like the hair on your head you have to maintain it you have to keep it moisturized you know it, keep the alkaline out your diet right, right. It, it, it you it, you'll have um it'll get your scalp will get dry you know and shit like that so it's one of those things roger does a very very good job actually that's what keeps it growing um particularly with uh curly hair uh when it's dry it has a tendency to break and fall off mm, okay well yeah i it was just interesting today uh and then it, the one lady finally looked up and was like so how long are you gonna grow it out and i was like i don't know i actually had grown it longer than this i actually had to shave some down and then she was like oh okay i was like what are we keeping up to date am i gonna have to come ah! back for a check-in every month mm-hmm. uh, they're gonna be watching you if one of them girls see you they might not even be in your line they're gonna be checking to see the length <sighs> anyway uh they didn't touch it though so it wasn't too creepy it wasn't they, like that they, wedding they respected the hair and then uh i was trying to watch some uh, i'm trying to get into soccer and uh, a little bit a little bit of football and i saw that on the day and i was trying to pick a team to root for everybody has their teams and shit and i don't know anything about soccer so i don't know nothing about soccer other than they kicked the ball yeah um and i think i'm gonna start rooting for uh real uh well i saw that real madrid was playing and a lot of people are already oh, they got a fake madrid god damn it no they don't next joke jesus christ <laughs> oh, oh sorry nothing that's why i don't <laughs> i'm so sorry no it's cool it's cool i'll be ruining the... for nothing i'm sorry uh did you want to ruin the next one let's see uh what the no. next one is you can ruin this uh no. how about um <laughs> uh i think there needs to be a gym like hers but for men i agree the only problem is that it probably would be filled with a lot of mras and gamergate type dudes Aww. which makes me just be like i'm gonna stick to the why but if they did have curves for men they could call it something like rolls you know because <laughs> like curves got the thing for women you know i mean we need something for men and you know rolls for men would be pretty cool because the gym could still be intimidating but it's like because you're a man you're not supposed to be able to admit that or else all the stereotypes about gender come into play so you know maybe i want to work out in a place where i don't feel intimidated but then again you know who knows how that will work out yeah and and because we had talked about this earlier i like uh the idea curves like i just like the idea uh, oh yeah i had said something about it on my facebook page when we were talking about the uber for women mm-hmm. uh i forget chariot the app and some women were being like well i don't feel i feel like women should just be careful what they getting it when they're getting in the car and stuff i'm like well 
you know one many women are careful right uh some of these people are actually certified drivers and they still rape people Come on or now. people are intoxicated so they you know people get intoxicated what they tell you hey don't drive home get a cab people take an uber they get raped are we blaming these people right like i don't like i just don't want to get into this victim blaming ass shit so um i'm like i understand why that would exist and i say this kind of like curves except it's even more important because it's the safety aspect and then they kind of the conversation kind of switched to how much these two ladies did not like curves as just like an institution and they felt like it was limiting and it was saying that women were i don't know weaker and they weren't gonna be challenged and stuff and i was like they never said that different people respond to different shit Mm -hmm. so if someone doesn't like the idea of people staring at them working out or being in an environment where men are ogling them while they're working out um i don't understand why we go fuck that get over yourself and then just make them do whatever they you know like because what happens is you say you want people to be fit but then what turns around is those people stay home yeah they and they've do. been staying home so if you want to give them like a gateway between gyms or even if that's the gym they decide they belong at and that's where they go work out four five times a week what would it matter to you why does it not need to not exist like because it's not for you everything is, and nothing's a one-size-fit-all solution when it comes to fitness so why do we treat it like that it's one of the reasons i don't talk to people about it because they're so fucking they don't know it but they're being so judgmental right and they're coming like they're 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 impeding on people's progress because it's not the progress they would like or the progress that they had in their own lives so the discussion just becomes wearing on you and you just and and for a lot of times i just don't even talk to people about shit because it's like you know like it's not hurting you to to uh, to have curves in the world where some people go work out their own ways there's gyms where people get fucking uh they bring in donuts once a month and people like to make jokes about that shit but if that's what but if that gym is the gym that somebody got fit in then it doesn't matter nope you know what i mean like it's just like we might have a joke about it i'm not saying it's not funny even but this idea of what well, these gyms shouldn't even exist is so ridiculous to me but people do it all the time and like i said it makes me not want to talk to people about it i know when we had the old apartment with the um the weight like the the gym that was kind of like uh in the middle of the apartment complex mm-hmm. i used to go in there all the time and lift because it was like i knew nobody would be in there they right. had machines mm-hmm. so i didn't have to worry about somebody spotting me or something i just go in there and lift and then uh it changes when you know when i go to the wild i'm like eh, i'm not gonna go in there with all those right. people live. and and i feel like people just don't want to take that feeling as something that's real for people or something that you don't just co- simply quote unquote get over right. in a very short fashion like you know maybe you build yourself up maybe you work out with enough weights to where you start feeling comfortable be like okay now let me go in there some people are more gung-ho there's dudes that are lifting rates all the wrong way up in every gym period because they have a lot more confidence and shit like that uh when it comes to that stuff you know there's some dude like humping the weight you know the bench press because it's just like they're like that's not how you use that at all but they but they had that kind of confidence but not everybody's outgoing like that not everybody's extroverted like that not everybody is that uh not self-conscious so uh people while i understand it to a certain extent there's like yeah you have to get over stuff in order to uh become more fit there's also like levels to the shit and it's kind of weird right. that people are so it's Dismissive. i mean they think that they think they're being encouraging but it's actually they're being discouraging yes. to people yes 
you know it's kind of it's like when someone's like i want to go on a diet i'm gonna eat better and then everything you bring up there's a negative just like all food there's a negative side to every food so it's like if you go well i would have been going out getting chinese at 10 30 at night well what i'm gonna do instead is i'm just gonna i don't know make a egg make a egg sandwich well you know the bread and what kind of bread is it uh sweet bread oh you should have went with lettuce buried uh that's what right it, and, and you know and it's so you just it, it discourages people rather than encourage people right and it's one thing how it's funny people want you to get over shit that don't directly affect them and and that's the thing because everybody in their own lives has something that they have to work through or, or something that they're dealing with and nobody wants to be told to just get over shit and you might not say get over it as directly as get over it, but that's what you're telling um people when um you just say well these things shouldn't exist these things might not work for you but it does not mean it won't work for somebody else yeah one person was like uh one lady was like this doesn't work for anybody and i was like i just googled real quick like curve success stories and there's a bunch of forums of women being like yeah right. i i i wouldn't like i lost weight at curves it's a gray environment these are the things i liked about it these are the things that i didn't like other places and now i'm this amount of pounds and i'm like why are we why would we say that nobody it doesn't work for anybody how are they in business if it doesn't work for anybody right and also i think that just my personal opinion on people are ignorant about shit they choose to be ignorant about and they say statements that are false uh a lot of times because they don't actually want to do the research behind the arguments that they're presenting well i think we don't think about it right it's kind of like a privilege thing like um I, i i this happened to me before on this show like i've talked about like uh black people that say shit like you know when i was growing up black people used to pick on me for talking white and i always just go get the fuck out of here because i'm like either just get over it because i you know i got a little bit of that criticism when i was coming up but it wasn't a lot i grew up around niggas my whole family black like you know uh different levels of success within the family so it's not like all my my family rich and shit like you know my most of my family comes from you know the hood or slash projects and they've been upperly mobile my entire life to where most of them are not anymore um but i've never really been resented for being smart i've never really been you know what i'm saying like i like of all the things i've ever been picked on for none of them have ever been like get him he's got ag textbooks like it's never (laughs) intelligent yeah so it but i realized like that's very dismissive of me right to then dismiss this black person's real experience as this may have happened to them because many black people have had that experience Mm -hmm. and maybe they've gotten over it somehow maybe they grown from it maybe not maybe they just a black republican now they like fuck all black people i don't know but that was my privilege talking for me to even be like right what the fuck like (laughs) you so you let that shit hold you back it's like well if you're 12 right and so you know a couple people it might not it might not be a whole lot of people a couple people get through to you in the in, in the ways that you're insecure at the time it's gonna fuck with you you know when we talked about the kids at um those ivy league schools when i was like i remember seeing the video where they were like because it was all microaggression shit right it was all like mm-hmm. they would hold up signs as questions that classmates asked them at comments they made and it was all fucked up shit like right uh, can i touch your hair oh you're one of the good ones you're 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 from africa you're not really uh you're not really black and i remember being like damn that like i had that moment where i was like yo these these are some punk ass kids <laughs> like but it took like i remember have going through the process live on the show where i was just like 
but if that's the fight that they're fighting i understand me too you know what i'm saying so i'm not saying that um because i don't like the the ladies i was talking to they weren't bad people we ended Mm -mm, up talking a long time and uh i think it was like 43 comments on this thing but we like i think we got to a really good understanding in a good space you know like i didn't i never there's no animosity i don't believe Mm -mm. at least not on my side but it was just like i feel like uh that's kind of that's one of that's one of the 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 things that we kind of take for granted is this idea that uh something worked for us so it should work for everybody or if it didn't work for us and it wouldn't work for us it wouldn't work for anybody you know right that and a lot of times people are coming from a very very good place but sometimes they don't realize how it's presented to other people Mm -hmm. um and you know because people have different personality traits and all this stuff and my thing with um with curves is the fact that uh, women actually get treated very differently in gyms. And that's something that people don't want to talk about either. You know, um, going to the uh, gym can be, it, it can be intimidating for people, period. Right. But you're going to a gym, you got ass and titties, so you're going to get stared at. You're going to get ogled. You come in to work out, and let's say you do know what you're doing. Right. Then you're going to have some fuck-ass nigga that's going to come over there and try to t- try to talk you and tell you like they know something. Mm. And it's like, nigga, I just came to work out. I know I don't want your number. No, I don't want to holler at you. I just want to work out. And that's something that for a lot of women they literally get tired of but you have some women um that this is their thing they like to get in there with the dudes that's fine but that does not like the spirit of competition maybe gets activated or even the kind of like motherfucker you don't know me like i'm about to show you that i know how to deadlift this shit you know what i'm saying like i I can understand that too it's just different people get fed different places which is why i'm always pro having different more different approaches to the same goals like if we've decided that i don't know home ownership is good there shouldn't just be one way to get a house if we've decided that uh you know having kids is good there shouldn't just be one type of way to have a kid it shouldn't just be you know well straight people have figured this out uh the rest of you guys good luck you know like we gotta have we have to meet people where they're at to get them where they want to go right and uh it seems to me like curves is a good idea and there may be alternatives out there for dudes too i just don't know like it might be smaller gyms it might be more like uh you gotta holler at these like i always see these um (laughs) really like rich people looking you ever see these like they look like gyms but they're really they're in like office complexes and shit and it's like three treadmills in the whole place i'm assuming you gotta have some money to go up in there yeah. and just be like uh i'm one of the three people here that right. use treadmills and, but and that's why it might be an alternative out there and that's why it's been such a spike in personal trainers because a lot of people like i rather pay a personal trainer right. to then not to deal with the embarrassment not to deal with the judgment you get a personalized experience from it right and the thing about the personal trainer i'm paying you so odds are we're gonna try multiple things and most if you get a good personal trainer they're trained in nutrition that <laughs> they're trained in the body you know like like you're not going to get some advice or, or, or i just drunk water for five days you know right. you're going to get like some real advice about your body and your body type and you know they're not gonna have you out here killing yourself and doing ridiculous shit mm-hmm. you know and so i think that that's why honestly i think that's why the spikers went up because people actually want to be trained right. and they want to get these things but they don't want to have to jump through the hoops and a lot of times when people um bombard people when they first talk about it it can be so overwhelming it can literally be too much information yeah yeah like even when we talk about it on the show i ask people please don't send me anything i'm good 
i have people that i talk to i have a doctor like i like you know i just went to the doctor yesterday so like i have people that i talk to it's like it's an active participation situation on my part uh that's why i didn't even bring it up again until i had already lost some weight so i could be like boom 12 pounds down only been a couple months but you know grinding and that's without your help so everybody calm down didn't matter still got direct messages (laughs) i still got people sending me links i still and i i haven't said anything snarky or been like man i asked y'all not to do it but i it's still happening just because i talked about it people just want to like be involved almost you know what i mean and it's and they want to help right and it's it's yeah and so i and i'm not gonna debate it with people and stuff because i feel like uh a lot of times people give you contradicting information and honestly they're not my doctor they don't know what my status stats are they don't know what i'm what exactly is going on with my body specifically um so i'm good but it's but it's still it's like people can't help themselves and for different personality types i think a lot of people have the personality type of oh cool someone is paying attention to me and they told me a new thing my personality type is much more like hey man back off <laughs> you know what i mean like i don't i like i'm good i'm good let's you know if i if i need if i want your advice specifically i'll come to you if i if i don't you know let's let's just calm down and see what happens but yeah and i think that said that's different personalities and going back to like the curve things isn't this funny how um different men and women compete differently and 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 they're challenged differently and it's just one of those things where uh, when it comes to women challenging each other and, and the spirit of competition and shit like that for some reason you know if a quote-unquote man ain't involved there's something wrong with that and, you know and i'm like no nah, no nah, not exactly not yeah exactly. i mean like i said different people right i mean that's right. why we have not nah, not that i'm into either but it's why we have sororities and fraternities right like mm-hmm sometimes it is it's okay to be among your group of people and y'all have y'all's way of influencing and helping each other's lives and that's obviously at its best right let's not um there can it can always go wrong when there's just a group of people together and they just ain't really mixing with other people but in general i don't see how some people at least couldn't be served at like a curves and it it's weird because our society is so um geared towards men but in a way because of patriarchy it patriarchy is actually limiting to men so men don't really get to express this idea of being like well maybe i'm body conscious maybe i don't want to fucking work out uh, around everybody maybe i you know or um you know what i'm saying maybe i want to be in a situation that's a little uh more embracing uh and and, and whatnot like i think what happens a lot of times is men don't get that so Mm-mm. i think you just end up with this situation where men are just either like i'm staying home right. or you have to have this more gung-ho type personality but you don't really have um, it's nothing in between yeah there's no right. no one's trying to meet you in between this because it's just like toughen up nigga you know <laughs> like i i don't even know if someone would have had the idea of roles as you know for men or uh uh, i don't even know if that would make money because because there's a lot of dudes who are like well i can't if i'm gonna get a membership let me go to the to gold's gym i want to look tough you know as opposed to let me go on down the rolls and uh <laughs> start where i can start you know maybe i can't run the full mile right away but um anyway uh speaking <laughs> of speaking of chariot okay we we're talking mm-hmm. about that earlier 
uh, and i'm we don't cover these often i could cover one of these stories probably as much as sword ratchetness i could cover these all every day i just don't but i kind of wanted to highlight this because it's literally the day after we talked about chariot um and there's been discussions on twitter and stuff i saw where men were like why why would women want this why y'all don't feel safe with uber and i'm like y'all just y'all clearly aren't paying attention right uber 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 don't do fucking background checks they won't hire their employees everybody is an independent contractor they do that shit so they don't have to pay them benefits and shit like that and a lot of times in a lot of larger cities in some areas people are fighting them because they was like look y'all don't have to jump through the same hoops that the taxi cab people do you come in here for a fraction of the rate you come in here and and you just not almost say go crazy but you do provide a service because when it comes to uber a lot of people are like hey especially if you live in places that taxis just fly by black people or brown people okay cool i call you uber you got to come pick me up Mm-hmm. you know it's not an option for that but it's one of those things where it's a downside to it because all i got to do is fill out something online and submit it a lot of times and i got a job so it's like well you know it ain't really quite that simple you know when it comes to it it's like is is there a formal interview what you know what is the process you know um and i think uh, a lot of times for me personally um you do have things like the article you you're showing where women are being attacked but people ignore these articles and be like well what's wrong with these bitches you know they got uber to come pick them up at their front door yeah but but they're being attacked too dog and and honestly um if the because i think chariot also takes trans women so it's not even Mm -hmm. a you know this fucked up type of double standard or something um but um the other thing is if safety is 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 at heart here right safe and we know that uber is just not safe um i do feel like we have to have a solution in the meantime until because it's really gonna this uber shit is gonna break down at some point when because mm-hmm. this is like the dirty little secret of uber is that people keep getting sexually assaulted right and every time it makes the news it's seen as kind of like an isolated incident but someone's gonna do the math on this shit and, and be like research okay so in x amount of days this many sexual assaults happened involving uber uh drivers uh or or passengers towards drivers um and they're gonna figure out like y'all gotta do something about the safety of people right Um, y'all gotta pay people so a fake uber driver has been arrested for kidnapping and sexually assaulting a female passenger uh d'artagnan smith 39 was arrested on saturday in south los angeles he remains in jail they say smith pulled up to the woman at 8th street and vermont avenue in the westlake area around 3 30 a.m on april 3rd asking if she was waiting for uber and claimed to be the driver um now the thing is um you they probably frequent areas where people are getting out of clubs they know people are calling ubers mm-hmm. it, they might randomly find the person people are probably being a, drinking a little bit um and it only takes one person to just mistakenly be like well why would the person be here if they didn't know they were uber and they knew my exact location and they rolled up on me who knows right so um they say the victim fought back but was choked unconscious at least three times uh but it was her right it was her fighting and her screams that actually alerted neighbors the neighbors called uh police when the police found a vehicle they tried to smash through the windows then the driver jumped in the front of the car and sped away 
he allegedly accelerated towards officers striking one of them with the suv door shit. one shot was fired by police but it did not strike the driver the victim was found dumped on the side of the road about four blocks away god damn mm-hmm. uh she was taken by ambulance to the hospital by the way every time when these stories happens I'm just advertising for chariot come on um, dog after investigation by the lapd robbery homicide division with the help of the fbi uh evidence from the sexual assault kit and scrapings from the victim's fingernails led police to a match in the crime database the attack occurred after a friend of the victim ordered an uber for her so even in this case she couldn't have known necessarily what the driver was going to look like or you know someone's ordering it for you so why would you think you know you might just be like okay they must be here because you didn't even order it yourself you know what i mean like it's just it it just doesn't seem like a very safe company at this point right uh so it's like something has to give right and i think for me um personally and what really really frustrates me is that at the end of the day all this boils down to victim blaming because anytime somebody gets sexually assaulted being man or female Mm -hmm. uh everybody be like well you should have just known you should have been smarter you should you're like yes is everything really that cut and dry life dog right um and these and the people that are doing this are predators so it's almost like well let's just send these people out into the world uh where we know there's folks preying on them and just be like oh well you know what i mean like well you gotta figure it out i mean be be cautious it's like i understand that but isn't this app part of being cautious can't you say that chariot might be a reaction to the fact that uber is not handling their customer base in a way that matters and honestly uh of course a lot of men never heard of this and never thought about it because we operate in a world of privilege where we don't consider this happening to us Ryan, you don't ever consider a man never walks out the door wondering am i gonna get raped right not saying it never happens but because of privilege we definitely never think about it right if if they did fucking laws would change if men had to worry about if i walk outside this door am i gonna get my fucking face bashed in and raped laws would change but because of the men don't really have this problem they could be very dismissive of it yeah suspects being held on one million dollars bail um but yeah it's just you know i don't know how you navigate a world like that um and then when you hear people just be ridiculous about it you know so many people are just kind of like what that's that's a thing i can't believe and it's like of course it's a fucking thing you and how could you be shocked have you never went and got something out the car at late at night for your girl because she you you, she didn't want to go get it or you didn't want her out there going to get it because it, it might be un- more it might be more safe for you to do it come on dog you know what i mean like have you never had that moment have you never cared about somebody to that point or have yeah. you just never considered it uh because i mean as much as we i think a lot of uh a lot of what feminism has come to to represent in a lot of people's minds is just men and women all do the same shit and they are the exact same and i think what i think while that can be true in many cases mm-hmm. i don't think women having to imitate men is necessarily equality and i don't mm-hmm. think men having to imitate women is necessarily equality nope. either not that both uh genders and can't use some uh definitely some less rigid uh determinations of what gender means to people right but to say that you would just be like well just go out and get it yourself 
i think i think a lot of people will be lying if they say you know like because this is a a, a a actual concern that women have so right. and it's a concern that men typically don't have to have so for us to be like well how how would this unfold in this app thing like of course it would unfold in this app like if i'm re it wouldn't it don't like i don't need to read about it uh a hundred times although i'm sure it's happened over a hundred times mm-hmm. if i write about one person getting raped by a uber driver or someone imitating I, the I, uber driver i'm under the assumption this happened more than once just by right. hearing that one yeah i'm gonna I'm a holler at chariot yep that would be it you know what i'm saying and there's gonna watch and watch when the app goes live watch there be men mad that they can't use it watch you know what i'm saying like because we don't even know how many drivers chariot will have we don't even know if the pickup times will be competitive enough like it may just be a pipe dream and unrealistic um but if enough women are aware and concerned enough uh it may take off right mm-hmm. and if it does watch men be like see mm-hmm. how come i can't use chariot i bet if it was a service for men only called uh i don't know cart we wouldn't be able to do that shit you know and it's like okay all right i, I not, everything's not equal everything's not the same you know this is the environment this goes into <laughs> And that's and that's the thing. Equality means I want to be treated like a fucking human being. It does not not mean we're equal. Anyway, um, I think it means you're equal, but it just it doesn't mean we're the same. I right. put it that way. I think equality means people are equal, but not everything has to be the same. Right. Um, a lot of research regarding how unhealthy Americans really are has been published, and people are coming up with solutions to solve the issue. In an effort to creatively address the issue away, you, the UK's Royal Society of Public Health has an idea uh, on, you know, in, in the United Kingdom that might be helpful. The RSPH thinks America should add exercise label to food. That means packages will specify how long you'd have to hit the gym for a study workout session in order to cal- cal- calorifically afford a serving of whatever delectable indulgences indulgences you are eyeing in the grocery store so like alongside the this is how many calories this is it would be like uh you would need to uh run seven laps you know walk three miles uh, you're gonna be lifting weights for 45 minutes and, uh, and, and you know what it ain't gonna matter because if i want it i'm gonna purchase it no matter how like people do the calories two crossfit classes right they're gonna be like this one burger is twenty thousand calories people pick that shit but like fuck it because at the end of the day some people will educate people. some people will right. but how can you educate people if you don't inform people that's true too this is how people get educated i think i think it's a great idea like because you i'm not saying twice. everybody's gonna just be like and now i understand some people do some people don't some people just that second of thinking might be the difference between them eating something healthy and eating they're not and i'm sure and, and you know how you know it might work or probably works companies don't never want to do this shit you know for us yeah, to say it yeah, doesn't yeah, work because people will be more apt to put it down to i didn't yeah, think about for that. us to say it doesn't work like we try to write it off like it doesn't have any impact mcdonald's don't want to put that shit on their menu like you gotta pass a law you can't just they oh, not right. putting that yeah, they not gotta, volunteering gotta, that shit yeah you gotta pass a law because they were like people will find out this shit ain't good and i think here in the united states they will fight against that shit because some some stuff would literally depend on what it is will stop selling because people are like well goddamn i didn't like like i don't know okay i don't want to say that i think that's kind of a bit far i don't know if it'll stop selling or not you see what i'm saying like i don't like i don't know what'll get shut it's not like mcdonald's got shut down no 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 i just think it'll be a slight hit and some i don't even think it'll be like 
like because i don't it's not like people don't eat mcdonald's anymore but i guarantee you there's just been a just a couple of times people have been like you know what uh no and drove off or i've been like gotta pick the healthier alternative or you know like i guarantee you that it hasn't had some effect yeah so i don't know about anything going out of business really Mm, no but like i guess because they looked at dollars that's what i mean like you ain't gonna have like no 50% dip in sales and no shit right. like that, but, but you like might have 2%, a two, right, one two percent is a lot to yeah. a lot of companies. Right. And so that's, that's my, that's my thing. Like you're gonna have some people that's gonna be alternative because even with, uh, McDonald's, even with their quote unquote alternative healthy food, right. it's still some bullshit. It's nasty and it's the fucking disgusting. So it's like, fuck it. I'm not supposed to eat the shit I want to eat. Why am I eating this? Uh, uh, funky, nasty, rubber ass lettuce. When I should have just ordered a Big Mac. Well, they all kind of disgusting over there. Um, but the thing is, I think two percent could be a huge difference because that's the difference between a CEO. Like that's one less mistress. You know, oh, one less plane ride. That is one less secret family that he can have on his salary because we decided to put these numbers on the menu. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, and I think if you put exercise on there, now first of all, McDonald's menu had to be twice as big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like an hour in a treadmill. You can have a bite of this. Um, a Big Mac is now seven servings, guys. Uh, seven servings. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It seemed like a neat idea. I don't know how it would work out exactly. You know, it'd be interesting to see what they do. It's not like anybody. I mean, when you look at packaging on products, a lot of that shit is not like you need it. True. You know what I mean? The packaging on products always, it's like one part of it will be like, this is what it is. And then the other part is like, delicious ideas to make with your chips. Here is a recipe <laughs> for dip. <laughs> and the way- Back in 1842, Bob oh, Sanders Lord. discovered the first wafer. And in that wafer, ah! he found delicious whole grains. It's like, I don't need all that. I don't just, need a fucking side story on the back of my chips as I'm eating them. And also, I think, too, um, for, uh, shit, I forgot my train of thought. Keep going. I'm sorry. I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it'll fix the main problem or whatever, but they could afford to take another inch on the uh, side of that joint and tell you, you know next to the calories like uh you're gonna need to hit a couple extra laps on this joint <laughs> you know i don't think that's the the worst thing in the world and you know i i doubt it'll really hurt their profit margins too much but you know it might just give people a second to think especially for impulse buys because sometimes yeah. that's the thing that stops you is you know a lot of a lot of overeating and shit is just like impulse you know so yeah. it's why they tell you don't go shopping when you're hungry please don't because you always buy more shit yeah, than you uh do. you then than you, you really was gonna eat you know um all right what else happened oh dj easy rock dead 46 years old oh yep you guys may know him as uh half of uh rob bass and dj easy rock uh everybody should know them from the uh the acclaimed uh it takes two uh which is called you know why it's called it takes two why because they made the song in two hours oh yep they were at a club they were told that y'all got y'all got a single and they went to the studio and recorded it takes two in two hours and that shit is a classic hit forever right about now, now. Listen, 
this shit come on i don't give a fuck what year it is what what city it is it's gonna be 2052 and people still gonna be partying everybody drink go down like hold up i gotta get to the flow you know you got exactly 12 seconds to get your ass to the goddamn dance floor girl you better leave your shoes and come on right this one nigga the beat about to drop so even men was dancing back then everybody sweated right (laughs) we wouldn't hold up no walls Oh, rest in peace, man. He left an eternal jam. Yes, he did. Out here. Like, Joy and Pain was out there too, but it wasn't fucking with, no offense, it wasn't fucking with that It Takes Two, dog. Yeah, I like Joy and Pain too, but this right, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Somebody need to put that shit in them. That need to be Creed 2 music montage. You know, and Creed. Yes! <laughs> need to work out to that It Takes Two. Mm-mm-mm but rest in peace man 46 years old um let's see what else we got here oh erica badu <sighs> did a erica by don't yesterday on twitter Uh-oh. i know if uh if she's one of your faves like she is to many uh prepare to be a bit disappointed uh she sided with that school remember we talked about the uh the two inch skirt thing that they were enforcing on the girls and they mm-hmm. they said the reasoning was because male teachers would be too distracted mm-hmm. uh well erica badu went on a long-winded twitter twitter rant and stated that girls should wear long skirts to school so as not to distract male teachers there was an article ruling that high school girls lower their skirts so male teachers are not distracted i agree because i'm aware that we live in a sex-driven society she wrote on monday if i had a school i would make sure huh i said oh no this is not starting off good if i had a school i would make sure the uniform skirt length was a nice knee length it is fair to everyone badu who is the mother of two daughters puma 11 and mars 7 felt compared to voice her opinion after reading a news story about a new zealand school that forced female students to wear conservative skirts to follow the, the knee line it's everyone it's, it is everyone's male and female responsibility to protect young ladies she could tell you one way to protect youth is to remind them we are in sex we are sexual in nature and as they grow undeveloped it is natural to attract men however the single 44 contradicted herself several tweets later by saying that her daughters should be able to wear what they like yet be aware she then reverted back to her initial argument by writing we are sexual beings we should consider everyone young girls are attractive some males are distracted right and it's one of those things where grown woman adult ma'am you can wear whatever you want to wear mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what i'm saying it's it's not it's, it's not the same 
yeah it's just sad because you know she one of the faves um and on twitter you know like she gets hyperbolic pretty fast mm-hmm. but i think what she said was just dead wrong and I, just because she said it doesn't make it any okay because i mean and she's been going about it for a few days now she's still tweeting retweeting people that tweeted her but if you look at her timeline it's pretty much just a bunch of ashy ass niggas being like that's what i'm saying you need to consider these dudes i mean it's hard when these girls out here looking all good and shit erica keep it up queen and she just retweeting them like see another person agrees with me you know making my dick hard i can't control myself yeah it's you know not not that it's not just um limiting to uh uh it's limiting to just uh women uh and girls you know sexualizing them at a young age and then saying that it is actually you know okay and and good that they've been sexualized and we need to just accept that this is happening um but it just goes back to that whole thing we taught women there's no girl that doesn't get the how to protect yourself talk there's none i don't know why people keep acting like you don't get that talk shit before you develop titties and it's one of those things where you don't need to tell me talk to the people that's attacking me yeah and to me um what i find interesting is that there's there's like two two camps on this there's the don't just kick people out for disagreeing black twitter and all this shit and it's like um yeah nobody kicked her out of anything people Mm -hmm. can people not disagree back with her she says she's inviting a conversation but then when people say shit back to her uh then everybody's divisive and 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 needs to stop but it's like you ask people to contribute to this conversation um and also i know that people were being hyperbolic so we got to a place where i think i guarantee you she's not saying it's okay to rape girls for wearing short skirts Oh no! that doesn't mean what she's saying isn't problematic in its own terms but whatever um at the same time um we can't deny that what she's saying is just uh feeds into you know that patriarchal culture that that same thing that like men get to determine these things for women and not the other way around Mm -mm. there's no article about little boys wearing shorts too tight nope there's no article anytime there's an article about teachers fucking students and it's a woman we just think those lucky boys got to fuck that that teacher not realizing that this this child has been affected yeah but we don't have a discussion of a law needs to be passed that what are these boys doing to distract these women we it never happens that way and because it never because we can't just say these things in a vacuum we have to consider the whole picture mm-hmm. i think once you do that you realize that her her the way she's giving her uh opinion matters in the in the fact that it's not in a vacuum and it does apply to the world that we live in so it's like yeah um there's no abstract there's no alternative here it's slut shaming little girls Mm -hmm. like it's just not like there's not another way to be nice about it and be kind about it it is you know i i wish it wasn't you know i wish we did live in a world where we could be like you know uh this is kind of the same goes for all kids all kids get treated this way where even if you disagree with it you would be like okay well at least it's fair gender wise quote unquote even if it's unfair to children right we can't even make that argument we only treat one set of kids this way right 
so why like why are we pretending that it's otherwise it's just you know but yeah man so she went on that and that was just <sighs> that was just sad man you know and it was a whole lot of it's just natural man it's natural for people to want it's like but you talking about adult professional paid male staff at a at a at a school Come environment on, dog professionals women like nobody say it's natural when it's other shit right because you might be able to make an argument that the impulse to rape somebody is quote-unquote natural all the way back to caveman shit i don't know how they communicated consent and all that shit we ain't cavemen Mm-mm. you know what i mean like we it's not natural to be in a fucking car it's not natural to hop on a jet but i guarantee you erica badu's hopped on a jet many times in her life you know what i mean like it's not natural to do a lot of shit man we can't just be on some like well it's natural when we want to talk about sex it's just it's just natural just do what you want to do okay all right so it's just natural huh uh what about the fact that it's not natural for many many 13 year old girls to be forced into marriages and shit we don't say it's natural then right our society tries to uphold itself as like this freedom for women this bastion of like political like this is the place to be america where the women get treated fairly or better than anywhere else and then we still had this puritanical like cover your ass up streak come on though running loud and clear man it's just you know i think people just get so mixed up and confused on this shit and, and they become hypocritical because and they you know it's not it's like i think she tried to turn it into i just want a discussion but i really mm-hmm. think in her heart of heart she gave her opinion right away which was uh it's these girls need to cover up you know and they took it and by the way people defending her took it to the extreme too let's keep it fair oh yeah because they was like oh so guess you can just wear a thong to school like, okay okay what we're talking about is the reasoning come on dog. i don't mind because there's a reason to change a uniform there's a reason for that yes i don't know like it just doesn't have to be necessarily a sexual reason but there's reasons to be like all right we're gonna have all these kids wear certain uniforms i remember back when people were talking about people stealing jordans and people um stealing starter coats and they were like maybe we should do school uniforms and when i was a kid i was like man that's whack man i want my individuality but when i became an adult i looked back and was like oh no i get why they said that right you know what i mean like it really just didn't matter for the context of what we were there to accomplish at school which was to learn but then it turned into but no one ever said you can't wear a starter jacket because these grown-ass women teachers gonna try to fuck you and i mean it's gonna be distracting so we got to do something you know like we just never thought that because it's like well of course women will control themselves they're the fairer species and no matter how many stories we read about them fucking little boys we understand that that's just a anomaly right because women are supposed to have sexual desires right but men and they're not supposed to be predators right men are predators all of them and uh they see a you know the difference between them uh molesting or hollering at a chick or whatever is just a two-inch skirt i mean it's just two inches over the knee remember the two-inch rapist remember that guy most one of the most prolific rapists in america you know that's what that's what bill cosby's thing was all the women that had the shirt skirt shirt, skirts down to the knees they were fine it was all it was the two inches that got them fuck out of here man all right let's see what else we can talk about um you know what erica badu also apologized to azalea banks today oh lord i guess she was feeling the spirit of peace um either that or they got her up out of here so hard she was just like azalea banks 
you my only friend i don't know oh oh i don't know uh either way <laughs> mm. either way they made up today so good luck to those two two sisters yeah, um we'll see how long that relationship will last yep uh amazon expands free same day shipping to cincinnati and pretty pretty soon amazon pretty soon you're gonna order something from amazon your your doorbell gonna ring within three minutes other locations where free same same day shipping was unlocked for prime members charlotte north carolina ah shit for real nigga is is it for certain items uh it for everything let's see free same day shipping was unlocked for prime members charlotte fresno louisville uh let's see it's for orders of 35 dollars uh seven days a week so it's gotta be 35 dollars orders um before noon the place typically before noon it'll arrive before 9 p.m at your crib that's what i'm talking about not all not all items are eligible but popular popular categories for uh eligibility are uh electronics toys games home repair schools outdoor gear spring summer seasonal items and vacation items that's why i pay for prime mm-hmm. it also offers two hour free two hour delivery option in select markets but that has not made it to cincinnati yet shit no. two hours yeah i don't know what that's like at life i know um, amazon like we want all your money all of it <laughs> uh let's see what else we got here oh forget breathalyzers now there's gonna be textilizers a device that can tell if drivers were using their phones before an accident oh that's about to tell the truth on everybody mm-hmm. a lot of people lie tell the truth uh everyone knows driving and texting is dangerous studies show the drivers using the phone are slow at recognizing and reacting to hazards but 67 percent of drivers admit to still using their phone while behind the wheel there this is why new legislation proposed in new york sets out to use a new device called a textilizer to help determine uh whether a person driving was being unlawfully distracted the roadside technology has been developed by celebrite an israeli firm uh firm specializing in mobile forensics under legislation proposed in new york drivers involved in accidents should have to submit their phone to roadside testing from a textilizer to determine whether the driver was using a phone ahead of a crash and how does this work i don't know i don't know but if it does work that's a lot of people gonna be in trouble um yeah uh let's see yeah I got a lot it doesn't of give questions. you the, it doesn't give you the tech the tech it, the textilizer will keep conversation contacts numbers photos and application data private it would only say whether the phone was in use prior to a motor vehicle mishap well my question is uh yeah does it so if i have like my phone like in my i don't know in my pocket or something but the twitter app does use data even when your phone is right you know not in the way you're not actively looking at it facebook updates yeah can it tell like and yeah i i don't know i don't because just my distrust in the government i have so many questions about this mm-hmm. would this be used for people to randomly pull people over and and so because you tell me that it does not get my contacts but I, you can't guarantee me that like what exactly are you searching for what are you looking through my phone like like i have so many questions about that and i'm not just gonna hand you over my fucking phone i feel like the technology would be fair but then the way that they uh, use it would be racist 
right like they'll be like uh only stop people if they on black twitter okay let's just right or, or, or everybody or, else can go or, or, or let's constantly stop people for black lives matter you know because mm. these people are targets people don't really think well about i mean they would already be doing that that wouldn't really i mean i'm saying if it was an accident because they this is what they stop you okay there's an accident police show up mm-hmm. then they use the text analyzer to see if your phone has been used right before the accident happened right so i'm saying they will be like the people that they like mm, this person was on instagram what and they follow a bunch of thoughts just take them to jail you know <laughs> what, what? <laughs> they, but if you like but if you don't like pinterest they let you go you know because they're like oh it's only white people yeah. on there and i do have a question when and uh, what do you mean in usage so if i'm listening to stitcher if i'm listening to rss radio my that's what i'm saying that's my question i don't know you asking the same questions i'm asking okay yeah my phone is in usage like people actually use their phones for uh, other shit other than just texting Mm -hmm. uh celebrite already has roadside devices to scrape the contents of a phone which the tech which this technology would build on uh celebrate has been leading the adoption field of mobile forensic solutions by law enforcement for years culminating in the formal introduction of ufed field series product line a year ago i don't know what that means um yeah i don't know man just if they can uh they find out it's gonna fuck everybody up um niggas gonna get in wrecks and just throw their phone in a cup of water just gonna keep a cup ah! of water in my, keep a cup <laughs> of water in my <laughs> dash somebody gonna have an accident and all of a sudden you gonna see a phone just fly out the window <laughs> they gonna be like what the fuck happened i don't got a phone oh, how do you how do you contact people i, I they just gotta find me <laughs> oh you know what <laughs> somebody gonna somebody gonna see you know how how whenever a record about to happen sometimes you might have a response and next thing you know they gonna throw it go oh i lost it doing the crash <laughs> i know sir you have a bluetooth in your ear uh, <laughs> you know what they're gonna do they go after the crash they're gonna take their phone and beat and, and beat it on the dashboard after the wreck <laughs> fuck this shit. right what 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 could you possibly be talking about sir just uh you clearly uh you know you clearly you were caught on video have a hands-free rig in here um <laughs> Uh, oh, you were caught on video. This footage actually shows the phone being tossed fifty feet outside your car window. Mm-hmm. Niggas about to be up in um, about to be up in court. they <laughs> so we found a a phone five feet from the crash site. It had your picture on the front, right? Uh, with your wife. Yeah, y'all both were in the wreck. I, I plead the fifth. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> about to be up in court bleeding that motherfucking film so fast. They gonna be like, I ain't got nothing for your ass. Yeah, sir. Uh, we, clearly, uh, the phone was yours. I mean, the tweet said, "I'm driving YOLO." Hashtag. Ah! Fuck these cops. They'll never catch me texting. Hashtag. Oops, I just read it. Got a wreck. You did a uh, we seen a Snapchat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sir, will you, t- <laughs> Sir, you tell us about the cartels you dealt with in your time as a crack cocaine dealer? Um, no, but I can tell you that I plead the fifth. Exactly how much money did you earn in your time as a crack cocaine dealer? There. <laughs> ah! I said there. <laughs> 
Americans in the Constitution of the United States of America. I can only choose one. I can only choose one. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Five. One, two, three, four, fifth. You say question did you <laughs> a secret document that I think you need to say <laughs> god damn I love that skit yeah this is F-I-F <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's what that's what's about to happen with everybody phone ain't nobody going shit you can catch me slipping you catch me you have to be following me on twitter to know what happened shit 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 gonna get real nigga gonna get on their phone like everybody turn your phone off everybody turn your motherfucking phone off everybody in the car got throw their phone away (laughs) give me your phone put it in this water no right you know my warranty don't cover this it's easy just to go to jail right i ain't going to jail for your ass because they checking everybody's phones somebody in the trunk and they gonna textilize us (laughs) right Mm people people gonna have like a bag or they put everybody phone in one location accident happened everybody shit getting destroyed <laughs> they'll be like why did a whole purse go through the front window why do y'all keep a bag of acid in your car right no officer just what is this pertaining to yeah. i plead the fifth right but like why um is there a reason why you keep a hammer mm-hmm. in your glove de- compartment all right let's get to some fucking with black people y'all Oh shit. shit now. We back in business. We just fucking with those black people. We just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we read articles from all over the globe and we assign point scores from zero to a hundred and intervals of twenty-five for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody uh yeah my mom texted me and said we need to get the music back um, <laughs> uh, she didn't like the randomness of not knowing luckily for her uh spotify put it back on today i don't know why <laughs> spotify almost got the contract back i guess they got they signed they like, it back. We, we will pay your royalties we did like three people must have enough of y'all must have hit them up enough of y'all must have complained it was like <laughs> they was like how did that i don't know i don't know but 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 somebody named the black somebody i don't know put the shit back out there <laughs> put the shit back on because we getting complaints the people are upset <laughs> right and uh we can who are we to judge um <laughs> uh, a student was banned from a st louis school because he's black mm-hmm. oh edmund lee is a third grader at gateway science academy in st louis missouri oh man they got he holding up all his certificates too man oh baby got all the certificates all the awards he right cute uh-huh let me put his little nerdy self up and he's smiling and shit gonna take on gonna fuck around and make millions of dollars being right. all smart and shit look at this little adorable son uh so yeah um he uh yeah he's uh he's attended this school since he was in kindergarten yet his family received uh recently learned that he will no longer be able to attend the charter school because he is black lee's family is moving to a new suburb school district where decades old case law established the 1980s u.s court of appeals ruling does not allow black students to attend schools in the city 
when i read the guidelines i was in shock i was crying said his mother how's this in the law book is still allowed to be a legal law school officials said they were unable to override the city policy but the school's principal and staff have come out and supported the young boy and his family to not see his face in the halls next year would be extremely sad lee's third grade teacher told the local media the family is saying they want to stay i don't understand why they can't the young boys mother created a change.org petition employing missouri officials don't let race determine my son's enrollment my son edmund is an awesome young man he's currently has a 3.83 gpa and has an above average uh testing scores in language arts math and science edmund is very loving and the first to extend a helping hand if fellows need if fellow students need help white writes in the petition his mom's name is uh last name is white okay uh lashika white so imagine how shocked when we find out Edmund would no longer be able to attend Gateway Science Academy because he is an African American. Uh, twenty thousand people signed a petition as of that Thursday, to the, whenever this was reported back in the day. Um, so uh, this is an unfortunate situation. is not due to state law, state regulations. As a result of the students' change in residency from St. Louis City to a school district in St. Louis County, the department explained. Even if the family's new St. Louis school, County School District participated in the transfer program, the student would not be able to transfer. This situation stems from a 1980 U.S. Court of Appeals ruling that the St. Louis City and County schools were, have, were maintaining segregated systems. In 1983, the schools reached a desegregation settlement agreement allow african-american students to transfer into primarily white suburban school districts and for non-african-american students to attend st louis schools the goal is to try to balance the racial makeup of the city and the county schools yeah i don't understand the department stressed there are no state laws or dese regulations specifically preventing african-american students from transferring schools hmm but it's in the book so so then why can't he go right I mean, why is it state? What? So, I don't know. You stated in the law that says it, and the school is like, we have to abide by it. Are they saying in 1980, it was, they determined this somehow as a desegregation method, but now it's, oh, this is weird. I don't know. Huh. Anyway, uh, zero to 100. Oh, 100. All right. Uh, yeah, 100 i just feel bad for that little boy how can you look at him and not feel a hundred he should be able to go to the school he want to go to man right he and do is, nothing is, wrong. It, is it a private school too no i think it's a public school oh he should be able to go wherever he wants to go <clears throat> Mm-hmm. uh let's see what else we got here uh report finds black women are the least sexualized sexualized in film and tv you don't fucking say mm-hmm you don't say yes when it comes when it and then and, and, and this is why i understand people anger and people outrage particularly to black women black women are never courted black women a lot of times we rarely have leads and when we do have leads we're constantly torn down about every fucking thing about us even though a white woman can have the same role and play the same characters and she's fucking praised to all ends she can have flaws she could be fucking everybody she could be promiscuous she could be killing people and these shows get rave reviews but you let a black woman do it or you let scandal come out or something like that and you have to hear about people fucking complain about every goddamn thing about the fucking character it's goddamn annoying or you have the other thing where excuse me they turn around and they write incompetent black 
female characters, black female characters. You're like, it doesn't make sense. This is, this is stupid. This is dumb. And also when it comes to love interest, a lot of times when it comes to uh, black women, a lot of times it has to be uh, – um, uh, it's never the same race. It's always a black woman with a white man, a, you know, and it's one of those <laughs> things for me being a black female, we want to be loved. We want to be desired. We, 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 we want to have the same uh, rights that white women do when they come to playing these roles. And it's one of those things, yes, when it comes to Hollywood, uh, TV and all that shit, across the board, uh, being a woman has its issues. But at the same time, it's a lot of shit that white women can play that black women will never be fucking considered for the roles. Because at the end of the day, all this stems from the way people uh, sexualize black women. It's one of those things that really irk me because from, her, from an early age, most black women and and, and just brown women are just told that you're not sexually desired. You told it from many, many different ways. You even told it from other black women. You told it from, from the black men that are quote unquote supposed to love you. You told it from society. And it's one of those things where people just buy into the shit and just accept it. And it's one of those things where because of social media, I'm glad that people are allowed to actually let, let, let these executives and shit know for we fucking matter too. We matter. We want to be represented in all slates across the board, even when it comes <clears throat> to television and movies. You did Abby wrong, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, I caught up. I'm not gonna be back for the next season. A, Fuck y'all. A lot of I, I didn't see it, but when I t- a lot I did of see it. I watched every mad. episode for this for this shit. A lot of people were mad. The hell was her. that season three? A lot of people. Are people, we serious right now? People were upset. I can't believe I found out all the backstory and stuff, man. Y'all been doing the Kobahari wrong for a minute. Fuck and, you, Sleepy and Hollow. She was the only reason why a lot of black, particularly black women, love the show. And fuck anybody defending it, by the way. Fuck that. Um. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> to this article. Um. As no surprise, film and television remain pretty white male and pretty sexist, according to the uh comprehensive annenberg report on diversity uh aka card uh according to the card report researchers at usc's annenberg school for communication and journalism addressed 414 stories or 109 motion pictures and 305 broadcast cable and digital series from 10 major media companies um they list them all and they include all the big ones mm-hmm. um and only one they seen to skip is uh hbo uh what they found was that of the 11306 speaking characters evaluated only 33 percent were female moreover out of those speaking characters only 12.2 percent were black 5.8 percent were hispanic latino 5.1 percent were asian and 2.3 percent were middle eastern and 3.1 percent were other however what is interesting about the findings is not so much what they had to say about the lack of people of color and women in hollywood because we all knew that but how women and people of color in particular are portrayed once they do get airtime right. according to the study's findings while women char- characters make up less than half of all speaking roles they were also more likely than male characters to be shown in sexy attire females were 34.3 percent versus male 7.6 percent with some nudity 33.4 percent versus 10.8 percent and be referenced by their physical appearance and attractiveness 11.6 percent 3.5 percent uh as the findings note the sexualization of female characters is pretty consistent across media platforms for instance female characters shown either partially or in fully uh or na- or naked fully or partially naked range from 27.5 percent in film to as high as 39.6 percent among cable programming 
wow that's a lot even more troubling is that the study had to say what the study had to say about the sexualization of women of color in hollywood according to finding female characters from other racial ethnicities who are often viewed culturally as exotic were more likely to be shown in sexual attire 41.6 percent shown partially uh 39.7 percent uh uh either full or partially i guess and um and be referenced as attractive based on appearance uh 15.3 then they're black and asian female ca- character counterparts in fact black and asian female characters were referenced as attractive only 7.9 to 7.7 percent of the roles the findings run contrary to the long-held belief about hypersexualization of black women on screen but as the study notes these sexualization findings are troubling for two reasons theory suggesting research supports uh that exposure to objectifying content may contribute to and or reinforce negative effects such as self-objectification body shame and or appearance anxiety among some female viewers the results also suggest that with a higher prevalence of females on screen a higher incidence of sexualization follows the sexualization of women on screen is also aided by the lack of women behind the camera as the study finds out of all the episodes of 305 scripted series and 109 motion pictures about 15.2 percent were directed by women women also only made up 28.9 percent of writer rooms and 22.6 percent of series creators the numbers are even more dismal for women at the executive level level as one uh roughly one quarter or less of the top executives on all three platforms are female mm-hmm. and that's and that's where you're where a lot of that causes problem i forget uh what is his name i forget uh one of the person who actually writes for um one of the uh i'm gonna say one of the major comics they were asking him about um you know women and and getting women involved and things like that he said his view had to change he said that when um they would go in to like pitch ideas for like you know their drawings and things like that he realized that whenever women would start to speak they would instantly get cut off Mm -hmm. and he was saying that women would bring this up to his attention. So, and he says that a lot of times men, the room just have a tendency to be drawn towards men's voices. And he said he found himself doing that not knowingly. So he said what he started doing is he said whenever somebody talks, he said that they're not interrupted, male or female. He said once they throw their idea out there, he said then you can cut it to shreds. He said but it, it allows everybody to get their ideas out there and to not be intimidated or bullied by people who just um, come in, particularly male a lot of times when females are talking. He said a lot of times when a female would talk, a lot of times they would people would talk and tear their idea apart not let them flesh the idea out draw it in another direction and shit like that so you know when you when you start from when these ideas are pitched a lot of times women are being ignored the few that are even in the room um also sexualization is one of those things right because i think partially it's been denied to black women in many ways yes. like hypersexualization is one thing because like back during slavery they used this to say like black women couldn't be raped like oh the, the you go out here to 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 the field man these these black women be all over you man like you just take it because i mean they they these un, these unruly savages just came on to me you know as the excuse that many a black white man gave to a white woman when them light-skinned kids popped out right yep. but um also part of it is um it's been denied as far as a level of like respect and 
equality like not just a fetish but just like an actual like fully fleshed black woman character who also can be a love interest mm-hmm. and also be formidable in the boardroom and also like you know what i mean like those characters we just don't get to see them very much mm-hmm. um i think it's one of the reasons that so many black women love to see uh sasha and abe and rick and michonne especially rick and michonne uh on on the walking dead because it's like right here i've i've never had i don't get this feeling often Mm -mm. you know and i and and it's something that white women take for granted which is why i think typically when you look at white women's approach to feminism a lot of times it's very much like well i deserve the right to be in the boardroom i deserve the right to uh kind of do the things that men have stereotypically done throughout society i want ownership i i don't want to be sexualized unless i tell you to i don't want this i don't want that like there's a lot of that kind of you know thing where it's like you know uh the fight is kind of different historically right um you know i'm more than just a mother i'm more than just a wife you know it's like that but since a lot of that has been denied black women and even stereotypically to the point where we still do it today with many black women you know black women are not wives they're not mothers they're, they they run their men away right. they, they're nannies they're they're yeah. handsmaids they're you know all these other uh roles they're a side chick they're you know shit you know like and, that. If, and if they are sexual it's to be it's like on some like uh we is is looked down upon mm-hmm. like it's not it's not sexual in a way that is like a love interest sexual you know what i mean it's more like uh oh let's go to the strip club and see some people twerking let's have a scene in in uh entourage where we go to the black strip club you know like so like it's never seen as like a serious uh a serious role so i think the fight is just different and i'm not surprised that the number is so low because i think in a lot of cases tv shows don't view black women as capable of being love interest right because the people that make the decisions don't don't consider them desirable that's the peak that keep that real they don't consider black women or brown women period just desirable so if they don't consider it desirable they feel like that market whoever they're marketing to feels the same way that they do not realizing that that because the is is a turn now diversity is being demand demanded because of social media so now these minority groups who just had to deal with whatever you dish out now actually can come at you and be like hey i want to be represented or hey i don't like the way you did that and just challenge you and it's going to be interesting how people respond and this is why you have people like tyler perry making all the money because pe- people want to see this and he is doing it and people are going there's a black woman that's in these quote-unquote diverse now regardless of how you feel about his writing and all that that's irrelevant they go these are black people black women being rose being strong being sexualized being desired and this there's a market out there and a lot of times they ignore the market they just flat ignore the market and then when somebody actually feeds that market a lot of times um they'll come in if quote unquote if they feel like it's money to be made and it is but they're so ignorant this is why when you have straight out of compton making all this money and you have right along making all this money they're fucking surprised every time why are you goddamn surprised that a market is being fed that's constantly ignored yeah because racial <clears throat> racism 
um <clears throat> and uh i will add two more things one uh what would these numbers look like without shonda rhimes come on dog how much do they fall without shonda rhimes just by herself uh and then the other thing is uh yeah it's not that social media twitter will come get them what they need well i think what really happened is they saw them thursday night numbers for abc and said uh got steve harvey eyes and was like how do we tap in on this mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> all right uh so last one black oh wait zero to 100 i forgot to, to ask oh 100 all right 100 for me too uh black names equals 71 point credit score penalty in mortgage inquiries a study finds god damn yep 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 uh so basically a study found that uh minorities pay higher mortgage rates than whites do a little more than a quarter point higher on average the small amount can make a big difference in the total interest paid over the life of a loan that's right 2016 this shit still happens right everybody talks about oh well, they passed laws you can't discriminate now that you got these laws right Mm-mm, no they find a way but as the mortgage industry rushes to meet consumer demand for online convenience uh you think email inquiries and web-based applications might level the playing field a bit some researchers decided to find out by designing an email correspondence test that measured the difference in treatment if any between email inquiries from applicants with different races and credit scores in the three-year study uh released in january uh led by dr andrew hansen associate professor of economics at marquette university along with colleagues from texas christian and georgia state uh identical emails are sent to mortgage loan or originators uh basically loan salespeople, and they ask for preliminary information regarding the home loan each mortgage loan originator received two emails one from a person that was with a white name and another from a person with a black name and then it was tracked uh they tracked did they respond to neither of them both of them or one of them if they responded how did they respond responses were graded on the amount of detail they contained or on the follow-up uh the test used names that had a high likelihood of being given to only one race based on a sample of birth certificates uh for male babies born in new york city in 1990 like kadeem jefferson and deshaun banks and zach or zachary miller and jake kruger each email was also assigned a low credit score a high credit score or no credit score at all Mm. the results most lenders don't discriminate but the authors sent more than 10,000 emails to more than 5,000 loan originators automated responses or out of office replies were excluded from the result in the end 1.8 percent of mortgage loan originators did not respond to inquiries from those with african-american names mm-hmm. overall most lenders don't discriminate hands says but we also find that for a small segment of the market about two percent of the lenders we do not find uh differential treatment and that comes in the form of responding only to the client with the white name and not to the client with the african-american name they ignore the hell out of it so you know they got it we also find some additional discrimination in lenders that reply to both of these inquiries in that they tend to favor the response to the whites by favor hansen means that they these lenders offered more details about a loan or suggesting how to apply or other helpful information including sending a follow-up response to those with white names a highly relevant result finding only two percent rate of discrimination may sound small but hansen insists that statistically is highly relevant relevant if you're an applicant with an african-american name 
you might not receive a response to your request for loan information from these companies or you might have your loan processes delayed by a slow response or even be pushed into a high interest loan right it exists in the market but it's not rampant he adds uh more than ten thousand lending institutions nationwide if two percent discriminate that's actually a fairly significant number right uh yep that's true number should be zero yep uh a black name equals a lower credit score perhaps most surprisingly the study concludes that mortgage lenders response rates to those with african-american and white names differ by the same amount as their response rates differ uh, applicants with 71 points difference in their credit scores if you equate them the response rate difference between whites and african-americans is essentially the response rate that we would find if you sent out applications with a 700 credit score versus a 629 credit score Ooh. so basically uh if you're black you the response is like you already got the bad credit mm-hmm. all right guys uh karen zero to 100 mm, that was well, something i already knew but i but it makes you mad and it's a it's a hundred i had a a, a family member that actually went for a vehicle mm-hmm. and um she was saying that uh when she tried to get a vehicle to do try to basically get her in like uh high interest and all kinds of shit like that and basically try to act like she couldn't afford the vehicle mm-hmm. and uh she has excellent credit so when he ran her credit his attitude changed mm-hmm. and she was like nope i don't want it now right now and, he suddenly gets it right it was it was like they had to run her name and see how her what her credit score was and then shit got real and he realized he lost that sale mm-hmm. when you should have just basically treated her like a human being. Because this is the thing. this is, They probably fill out applications, but imagine if you actually physically go in. I guarantee you it's probably worse. You know, I, I, I'm i trying to listen to what you're saying, but your skirt is just two inches too high. I'm going to have to move ah! to the next topic. It's ah! Just, ah! Uh, I'm guessing you said 100. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcasts, and we read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room plays along. They are racist. All right story number one uh a man was chilling with his brother waiting to play a video game well jen those who were involved are calling this an accident the police are calling it reckless either way a tragic set of circumstances unfolded between two brothers here in goffstown last night 23-year-old Timothy Beard of Goffstown appeared before a judge via video link Monday morning, charged with second-degree assault and reckless conduct. Police say he shot his brother in the head at their Goffstown apartment building Sunday following an afternoon of drinking and playing video games. It's a shooting Beard and witnesses claim was accidental. When officers and EMTs responded, they uh, identified a 21-year-old male subject of Goffstown who had uh, sustained a serious Gunshot wound. Investigators say the Beard brothers were handling a 9mm handgun prior to the shooting. According to court paperwork, Timothy Beard's girlfriend told police Tim stated, quote, when a zombie comes, hit him like this in the head. Another witness reported that Christian Beard then said something to the effect of, shoot me, I dare you. Timothy Beard told police that 
is when he pulled the trigger. There was immediate first aid was, was being given by the people that were at the residence. Officers who responded first were assisting with um, direct pressure to, to the wound of Mr. Beard. And uh, at some point in time, my understanding is that CPR was in progress as well as he was being transported. Christian Beard was rushed to Mass General in Boston, where he was last listed in critical condition. This evening, police told News 9 he is still alive, but that if he dies, the charges against his brother will escalate. Now, the boy's girlfriends told police there was no fighting or animosity leading up to the gunshot. In fact, one of them told investigators that the brothers are best friends. Reporting live in Goffstown, Adam Sexton, WMUR mm. News 9. You don't want no best friend like that. My bad. Uh, so, yeah, guess the race. Uh, Timothy Beard, uh, brother shooter. I guess it was a first-person shooter. I was trying to play. Uh, Super Mario 5, Luigi's Revenge. Aww. White. Park the car near the zombie white. Uh, sorry, I don't do a Boston accent. Didn't have the fast twitch muscles needed to dodge the bullet. Grand, thre- Grand Theft Cracker. <laughs> Whitest story I've ever heard. Casper's albino cousin. The correct answer is white. He, he was a white man. he definitely looks like he uh when he's waiting for the sticks you got to give up off the controller dog you better uh he, like he's he's like the, i'm video games not the only thing i'm shooting uh let's see uh how about this one let's go to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round against the race where everything's worth double the points, double the racism. And uh, so far, everybody's all over the place. Well, everybody's one for one. All right, let's go to this one. Well, this is North Carolina's worst fear right here, guys. A man dressed as a woman arrested for spying into a mall bathroom stall. Mm-mm-mm i guess the biggest were right <laughs> oh lord we he, found the case that proves it all mm, he did it that regardless it's okay to hate gay people now guys uh no it's not <laughs> we found the one person Mm-mm. a man dressed as a woman was arrested in virginia on monday after police say he was caught peeping into a restroom stall three times in the past year oh he was doing this before the law passed uh, right <laughs> richard rodriguez 30 filmed a woman in a bathroom stall what they gonna do this nigga like joe the plumber they gonna have this motherfucker everywhere see it can happen uh it can happen <laughs> keep in mind he doesn't identify as trans he's not uh you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he just dressed up that just to get in the woman's bathroom right uh so apparently a 35 year old woman was in the stall when she saw a bag move toward her under the stall divider <laughs> i'm sorry that's so terrible but right i just, just picture a big ass bag moving to, like why is this bag sliding into my stall and you and you know you're a woman you go to the bathroom all the time i look at the ground to be sure ain't shit around the ground what is the attraction of recording somebody peeing and shitting it's not like you're getting it's something it's not like a woman's it. like oh let me touch my titties while i take this shit like what ugh. ah 
it was like the least sexiest time to film somebody right use the bathroom uh rodriguez apparently had been filming her the victim rushed out of the stall to confront the man and saw him hurry into another stall next to another woman the victim alerted the woman then contacted mall security to the oh she was about it i like her mall security detained rodriguez until the police arrived police then determined he matches the description of a man who was accused of using a mirror to cnn women's restroom stall may 15th at a nearby walmart oh walmart he's just a bottom feeder and also at potomac mills mall uh the suspect in may 15th incident allegedly spied on a 53 year old woman uh the suspect in october 11 incident believed to be the same man got caught looking at a 35 year old woman and her five-year-old daughter Oh. rodriguez of fredericksburg was charged with three counts of unlawful filming and nonsense to to a not of a non-consenting person and three counts of peeping he's doing court this that has to be a tougher anyway guess the race of mr uh richard rodriguez the chat room penalty ought to be tougher right i don't know what the penalty was so right. i can't even say but i mean and, motherfucker did it three times in a year and he's still on these streets that's and, weird and it's insulting uh for people that are trans like like mm-hmm. you're doing this shit and you're not tra- you're just doing it be- just because right uh well he's doing it surreptitiously right you know, which is uh b- by the way uh let's say the law passes in your state wherever richard rodriguez is this the thing that's gonna keep him out of the bathroom no he's like, oh they passed the law well shit i guess i gotta stop filming these women now mm-hmm. right it's already illegal right right so so even if somebody trans did do this i will still won't charge this press against you because you're recording me against my will right right um anyway uh like we have laws on the book for rape and stuff (laughs) yes we do So the person is waiting so these people are apparently waiting until the bathroom law passes uh or wait wait they're gonna be stopped by the bathroom law but not the rape laws the fuck out of here anyway uh guess the race lady dealt back oh guys guys <laughs> senorito doubt fuego fuego uh <laughs> mr doubtfire that's that's dope senorito doubt fuego yeah i like that you didn't know the latino word for doubt uh <laughs> <laughs> the spanish word for doubt uh his ex hamster frequent search glory hole white mexican <laughs> crossed the stall divider as easily as he crossed the border oh jesus Aww. jesus christ white man with the spanish name uh ted cruz style <laughs> have burritos for dinner latino uh la duda uh the correct answer is he was just a, a latino guys he was latino couple people got it wrong and uh i know we've been wrapping up early but let's do one more for, for all the people let's do it son i don't mind going a little extra for you guys we got our music back feel like it's a celebration all right i know people are like good i ain't got to guess no more uh milwaukee back surgeon has been accused of installing counterfeit parts inside of patients after a supplier wooed him with flights on a private jet. Uh, uh, you killed somebody. <laughs> oh my 
my god and could you imagine anybody that's got a surgery from him it's like now i gotta check to be sure and get the shit taken out to get the real parts Uh, (laughs) oh my god you you got people going to get repaired like a fucking robot what's happening here this all his faces was like this hold on uh this is all his faces right here doctor said i need a back yacht at me oh my god oh this motherfucker was hemming up these patients with these bootleg parts you can't put dollar store parts in me man right his name was dr cully white and if anything else uh before you go on not only you gonna get sued by the patient then you gonna get sued by the fucking insurance companies guarantee you charge the insurance companies for this allegedly he fitted the parts in a number of patients before removing them again and follow-up operations years later so i guess he tried to get them out <laughs> when people was like oh, i back hurt he's like oh yeah, yeah yeah let me take a look at that white who was convicted of health insurance fraud in 2013 and lost his medical license allegedly left his parents par- patients in agony and some fear the damage done is permanent Holy one of his shit. former patients linda haynes has filed a lawsuit against white claiming he installed knockout parts inside of her during the surgery back in 2009 she also claims white called her in for a further operation in 2013 so he could take out the counterfeit medical devices so he was basically trying to cover his track uh miss haynes attorney named spinal solutions llc as the california-based company uh behind the fake parts while yes so was he doing it like you do a car they was like, you know what? We could get the real part, but instead we gonna use the knockoff part. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. Uh, White is alleged to have flown on Spinal Solutions private jet to vacation spots in Mexico and Colorado. They was he was flying this motherfucker around the world for using their bootleg parts. Cheap ass parts. Lawyers for Miss Haynes said they were kickbacks to persuade him to use counterfeit devices. The operations took place in Aurora St. Luke's uh medical center in Milwaukee, according to the lawsuit. Another white former patient, Mike Madison, said there could be hundreds of people fitted with bogus parts. He's had he had rods installed by White removed years ago, but held on to them and he actually kept the pic like they have a picture of him uh you can clearly see that they are counterfeit both of the rides are resting he said oh resting inside of you oh my god shit uh roger williams came to white in 2005 for a spinal injury at work but now believes operation was botched i don't think i ever be back to normal again mr williams said who was like he's yet to take legal action something has to happen to this guy for what he's done to us he's been caught using machine parts when he should have been using parts made at a medical place uh, um, uh, oh shit okay he's like uh pass me that wrench wrench <laughs> <laughs> can i use some motor oil motor oil what the some, fuck let me spray some wd-40 on this man's spine what are we uh, doctor what are we doing this <laughs> right don't worry about it don't worry about it right i'm gonna need some windshield wiper fluid what get that screw off of that uh washing machine uh boat that i brought in thank you thank you very much yeah just get that right on baby in, give uh, me the wrench the wrench what is yeah. we talking about here that's why I, I already said that one huh that's, I, <laughs> like, you don't know no other <laughs> give me that that's the only give me part that, i know right give me that phillips head <laughs> the screwdriver <laughs> I'm gonna get that Phillips head real quick. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the only utensil I know shit. <laughs> I mean, that utensil too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit, he might as well use utensils in these people's bodies. That's about as good as it gonna do them. This nigga's using power drills. Right. 
<laughs> he was he was he was he was he was fucking using some monkey glue super glue and shit <laughs> you know they talked you know they talked to the nurse they were like spatula scalpel <laughs> he probably was like he probably was like black and decker <laughs> <laughs> drill uh yes stepper gun here's here's a drill no 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 power drill <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need to get in these screws <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and you know what? I right, like he said, the, some of this damage probably is fucking permanent because it was not designed to be there. Hand me that that ratchet and that lug nut real quick. Thank you. I'm gonna just need to get up in here. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of times mm-hmm. when you have back surgery, that's like one of the most scariest surgeries to get anyway. Right. Um, you know, because you fuck around to be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where imagine the people that's like got it in there and then don't want to have to go through the fucking surgery again to correct to correct this uh, you're gonna have to get them parts out for you turn into a transformer or some shit ah motherfuckers turn into pickup trucks and shit because you're about somebody sitting there going why the fuck am i squeaking <laughs> every time i move i motherfucking squeak all right uh for the uh in-house uh patients we're gonna need some wd-40 uh send it to room 47 yeah you're gonna you're gonna get a get a get a prescription and some wd-40 every time i go to the metal detector my shit go off right i thought you said you put in some of those space age parts um space age all right and then he was calling them to get the parts out for no reason uh so uh about those parts i put in in 2013 we need to get those out uh what happened i, I feel fine yeah uh the feds called uh it's just time to get them taken out you know we like to swap them out every once in a while these supposed to last for the rest of my life bitch you want the parts or not <laughs> you going are you dying from rest yet <laughs> uh, are your paws getting a little rusty uh he was he was forced to give up his medical license in 2013 as part of a plea deal leading to his conviction for health insurance fraud he served a six-month jail sentence and spent a further six months on house arrest the surgeon has performed about 600 surgeries a year before he lost his license which is more than double the average uh 600 surgeries a year that's double the average well when you use the parts from home depot right why not using parts from the walmart garden section everybody else gotta go everybody else gotta gotta take their time and order it from the right the right medical providers and shit he he just like uh nurse can you go down to walmart and give me a box of nails give me a box of nails could you could you imagine when when the uh the uh people do his uh audit they be like, why do we have a hundred thousand dollars for Walmart? What the fuck are you buying for Walmart? Oh, you wasn't spending no hundred thousand dollars. He's probably spending like twenty five dollars and seventy five cents. That's why he was getting on flights. He was saving all that fucking money, man. He was he was going on jets and shit, man. People walking around with fucking uh walking around with fucking uh Toyota to sell parts in their <laughs> back. Right. And this nigga somewhere on an island sipping on a, a fucking Mai Tai. With, with Ford Mustard oh. truck in they spine oh. and you partying. Oh, that's the next level evil right there, man. Right. That's an evil ass dude. And then <laughs> people wonder why we have malpractice lawsuits and shit here. You have to. Give me that washing machine hose. I'm about to. Ah! <laughs> I'm about to get this dude some surgery. <laughs> give us some of that oven cleaner what? why do you need oven cleaner uh, i don't know if people was walking out of there looking like the fucking tin man <laughs> <laughs> the 
they had to have been man oh my god <laughs> i got all my back and after my wreck my shit has never been the same so i couldn't even imagine having having some parts that don't fucking belong there oh my god oh i know it's just oh my god i know when they be having sex uh, uh people probably sound like this during sex Is that the washing machine? Nah, baby, that's just how I do. You know, I just, <laughs> you know, I get that's, that's, when it's sexy time. You know, I just get, I just, I can't help myself. Yeah, know? I get aroused. I just squeak. Yeah, girl, come here. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's not okay. No, that's not. Oh my Be god. Like, is that you, my my vibrator? What's happening here? <laughs> But like, baby, I am vibrating. Let's mm-hmm. have, <laughs> girl. You, what you want to do tonight? You want, you want to make love? Let me just get my oil, get my oil out, and we can. Uh, no, no, my WD forty, not my lube. I need a different type of lubrication for this. Yeah, hand me that that machine oil. Get this back worked out real quick. I need to warm up. <laughs> oh, oh, you fucking around and stop me at sex, baby. What's wrong? I, I just I need some oil, baby. I'm I'm I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> anyway, guess the race of Doctor Cully White. Cully, what kind of first name is Cully? <laughs> uh, chat room says made out of recycled cocaine. Oh wait, uh, six dollar and fifty cents white man. <laughs> uh, knows what a mayo and cheese sandwich tastes like? White, white dr fake inspiring white hostile hostile for white mcgyver md that's a good one the correct answer is oh wait let me get back to my page real quick the correct answer is white <laughs> this picture looks just like that black kid's picture um <laughs> Smelling his shirt. Fake, fake doctor, Malachi. Yes. <laughs> Wonder whatever happened to that dude. Probably in jail doing surgeries now. Who knows? Uh, all right, guys. Let's <laughs> do some sword ratchetness and wrap this bad boy up. Um, let's see. Where is sword ratchetness? There we go. I like how you put them parts in somebody's back. Of course. <clears throat> Police in San Francisco are on the lookout for a man who stabbed a stranger in the stomach with a very big sword and then ran off. Mm. Just after 2.30 a.m., a witness uh, saw the uh, suspect stab another man. They don't have any real description, just that it was a very big sword. The, what was it, Cloud Lightning? The, uh, <laughs> The witness said the attacker didn't say, say a word before approaching a 56-year-old victim as he stood in the sidewalk uh, in front of his apartment when he stabbed him in the stomach. Police say there didn't appear to be any particular motive for the attack. Nothing was stolen. <clears throat> Though it's 2016, Man Freddy said it's not completely unheard of for someone to be attacked with a sword in San Francisco. You get a lot of tweakers that get these swords. You'll find a sword on some type of flea market. You get people high off drugs, and they do random stuff like this. It doesn't happen often, but it wouldn't surprise me to hear it. So they still haven't found this mysterious uh, sword wielding uh, perpetrator. 
Mm. So hopefully they uh they find Ichigo before he uh strikes again. Ah, they better. All right, guys, we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow. No Walking Dead Wednesday this week, uh, but <clears throat> premium people, we did review Fear the Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Uh so they've already been reporting in and saying that they really are enjoying the reviews, and I'm glad that y'all enjoy it because we love putting them out. Uh, yeah. but we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, just do a, a, a regular ass show, man. So we'll see y'all then. Mm-hmm. Tweakedaudio.com code TBGWT. And, oh, and also for premium people, I officially made a feed for the Dim Thrones recaps. So you can go see, you can go, uh, um, play all three seasons that we've done so far. I think we've done three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go all the way back. So you guys can, go we haven't done seasons one and two because uh karen never watched those and that's before we even knew what a recap was but uh yeah Yeah, so if you want to prepare for season six it's a good way to do it yeah we've been talking about it but shit we do enough shit like (laughs) so i can't finally karen would admit it's enough i mean we actually do enough shit but i finally wore karen out i mean i mean i wouldn't mind doing it though but it yeah it, it would be a lot it's up to you though you have to go watch them episodes so it ain't no i ain't no, oh, no sweat off to, my balls oh so you're just waiting on me and then we'll recap them episode by episode okay we could but that, you've been saying this for two years stop lying to the people try ah! to act like it's new information okay let's just i'm just trying to give you a, a way to bow out peacefully <laughs> i was trying to say it's a lot of work and it's <laughs> hard knows. to keep up with lord knows it is it's 50 things on my dvr right now and I, one of them was Sleepy Hollow, and they ruined that. You see how that turned out. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.